The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to Busted Open's The Masters Class, and here we are with our Masters of the Ring, Tommy Dreamer, Mark Henry, Bully Ray, and I think we have a very topical subject for our show today, and that is how far is too far? And we can relate that to pro wrestling, the world of sports, and even past that as well. And I'm going to bring up two subjects that we talked about the last week here on Busted Open. One was MJF uh, taking, whether it was water or possibly even tequila, and throwing it at a very young fan. Or Bully, a discussion that we had when we were talking about Rey Mysterio and the story with Dom Mysterio. And we had a caller on Busted Open that mentioned about desecrating the lucha mask and you said in that culture that is going way too far so i thought that that would be a good topic for the masters class today and mark when you hear that question how far is too far what do you think of and is in wrestling is there ever going too far if you're a heel well dave i i do think that there is a such a thing as going too far um, and I'm going to give you the two reasons why I say that. If it costs you money, do you get sued? Do you lose a sponsorship deal? Then you've gone too far because it costs you money. And Billy and Tommy will tell you, we are in it for the money. It's about the business. And sometimes the business is keeping things in order to keep the structure. But at the end of the day, it's about, are we making a dollar? Are we able to fund everything that's going on in the show, pay the talent, pay all the bills, find a way to keep the doors open? That, that's, that's what it's about. Secondly, um, does it get you canceled? Do you lose your job behind it? Do you, you know, losing your job is the ultimate, but are you suspended? Then that, that goes right back into you're losing money. If you're fine, you're losing money. If you're suspended and not making money, you're losing money. If you get fired, then your ass is definitely not making money. So those two things is where I, t I put it. And I'm going to give you an example. I got sued for choking somebody before. Big show. Got sued for punching a guy. We lost money. We went too far. Regardless of whether it was an emotional thing, we both went too far. You look at the NBA a few years ago, maybe 10 years ago or so, Ron Artest and Steve Jackson, 
when they played for the Indianapolis, uh, Indiana Pacers. And the guy threw the bottle down and hits Ron Artest. And him and Steven Jackson go up in the crowd and whoop the fucking shit out of the dude. And then fighting other people that were trying to protect the dude, even though he was wrong. They both got suspended for the rest of the season. And I don't know how much money that equated to, but if it, even if it was $1, which I knew it was in the millions, they went too far. And emotions br usually bring those things out. So you need people around to educate everybody. Hey, I know you pissed. I know you're in the moment. I know you're in character. I know you, you're protecting the gimmick. But you you do realize that you can go too far. You have to educate people. I've been told several times, man, you, you're taking this too personal. You're forgetting that we're doing business. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not taking it personal. And then when you look at it, you go, oh shit, I was taking it too personal. So I think that with the situation that you're talking about, that those two things will basically in a nutshell, keep you above board. You've got to worry about the money and not getting fired. Well, I'll, I'll bring up another example that happened, I guess now it's probably over a decade, and that is with, you know, Daniel Bryan. You know, when they had the Nexus and Daniel Bryan was choking Justin Roberts with his own tie, he got fired. Now, he was brought right. back, but 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 after that incident, he was fired. Now, I don't know the situation if I, I as far as I know, Justin Roberts was OK with that or I don't know if he was or if he was the cause of it there. I, I think there is probably sponsors on Monday Night Raw that thought that was going too far. And, you know, obviously, uh, Brian Danielson was acting as part of a character in, in that invasion of Nexus. So, you know, I guess that's something you always have to keep in mind. Dave, Dave, you can look at it from company to company, too. Like, you look, if, if you did that on WWE programming, they would fire you or you would get suspended or whatever because the sponsors, the product is more kid-friendly. But then you can have uh, Brody King choke Darby Allen to where his feet are off the ground and choke him out, basically a hanging. And because of the product, and the sponsors don't look at that as being a no-no, then it can be done. But the, the whole point is, what's too far? What's going too far? Brody King Darby, I was fine with it. I thought that it was a hell of a fucking match. They did a good job. They entertained me. Sponsors didn't mind. The office at AEW didn't mind. It was great. But if you did that same thing elsewhere, it would be going too far. And they would tell you. If you if your agent, if, if a producer, coach, whatever said, no, nah, I wouldn't do that, then you better not do it because that when they when they when it shit hits the fan and they ask, you're gonna well, who told you to do that? Agent said to do it. Agent might get fired too. Well, I mean, I guess I guess and and this is the same thing when any of us are on the air on the radio. If there's something that's questionable, 
we should probably get approval before we bring up a certain topic or something like that. But I always, I'm always in the mindset. If it's, if it's, yes, you, you, as yeah, your first ever show you did, but you know, but, but you know, if you're, if you're like on that, I know for myself and I, and I'm interested to hear from you guys, if you feel the same way when you're on the air, if I feel like this might be approaching that line, I just don't go there. Like it's better to be safe than sorry. Uh, Bully, but what you... is but what is the line anymore? Nobody knows what the line is anymore. The line is now determined based on what you say and the outrage that it causes. And I still true. believe uh, yeah that but that that's true, bully. I I mean that's why I almost have to I I don't want to say censor myself because that's not fair. That's a little bit too strong. But if there's something that I feel like could have ramifications. I I I won't go there. I have you, to. You... I have to that way. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy six yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also seventy six yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a seventy yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Can you give an example of a topic? I'm not asking you to be specific, but can you give me an example of a topic where you feel like you've had to, quote unquote, for lack of a better word, censor yourself on the radio? I, I I can't give you a, a specific topic. I would, if I had more time, I probably could come up with one. But but this is my mindset, bully, and I don't want to do anything that's going to divide our audience. Politics. So, politics is a perfect example. Like if I if, if I say anything political, um, even approaching religion is another one. As soon as I do that. I'm dividing. I'm dividing our audience. So why even go there? Check this out, guys. Uh, last week, I watched the Kane documentary on A and E, and I and I really enjoyed it. We are we all love Glenn. We've worked with Glenn. We respect him as a man, as a professional, as a worker in the ring, as a buddy outside the ring, and for what he's been able to go on and do outside of the ring in the world of politics. Whether or not you believe in agree with his politics or not, you have to have a level of respect for what he's been able to accomplish outside of the world of wrestling. So I put a picture of me and him up on social media. It was me and Glenn Kane sitting at the gorilla position right before AJ Styles makes his entrance at the Royal Rumble in 2016. And we both have these miserable, you know, Glenn looks like the, you know, the big red monster and I look like miserable bully. And I put up, I really like the A&E documentary. Glenn's a great guy, learned so much with him, loved traveling the world with him, yada, yada. We always brought a smile to each other's face despite the fact that misery loved company in this picture. And 50% of the people killed me for that post. Because of Glenn's politics. That tweet had zero to do with politics and everything to do with pro wrestling. As a matter of fact, Tane was in the picture, not uh, Glenn, Glenn Jacobs. Jacobs. Yeah. 
But so it's like politics is one of those things that you just stay away from because, yes, you will cut your audience in half immediately. And, and, and bully, unfortunately, like we grew up that the two things you don't talk about in public are politics and religion. Because, you, listen, if, I, if I'm Catholic and I'm talking to somebody who's Jewish, I'm not going to change their mindset or their beliefs, nor do I want to. I just happen to be Catholic and this person I'm talking to happens to be Jewish. Or if I'm a Democrat and my neighbor's a Republican, you know, I'm not going to try to change my neighbor's mind and vice versa. But now it seems in our country, in our culture, it's exactly the opposite of everything that we've grew up on. Now, that's all anybody wants to talk about is religion and politics. But, you know, as soon as you talk religion and politics, you have to know that there's going to be people that are yelling in favor and people that are yelling against. So I have learned and I wouldn't do it anyway. We do a pro wrestling show for for crying out loud. So why would I bring up religion and politics as far as my beliefs or somebody else's belief? You know, you're going to divide your audience. So. That's something that I that I stay away with. But but bully to your point, that's unfortunate because you're you're taking a picture with a coworker. You're taking picture in that picture specifically of a character within the world that a WWE. Why? Why? It's not you're not making a political statement by putting out that picture that to me, that's unfair that people are going to are going to be killing you on that picture because of Glenn Jacobs, the man, political beliefs. And people are going on and saying, uh, oh, he's a piece of shit. He's a horrible human being. Burn in hell. To me, that's going too far by saying all these despicable things about a man just because he's associated with a particular political party. Like, I would never think of wishing such horrible things on anybody because they were a Democrat, a Republican, an independent, or your sister's ass. It, like, why would you say that? It's it just, it, it, it's crazy. Um, I, I guess I'll just give you my two cents uh, right here. But more, can I go back to you? Do you mind if I add, you know, the whole thing that spurred this podcast was MJF throwing the drink on the kid. If you own the, and, and I'll go on record and I'll give you my answer too. Um, if you own the company and MJ, let's just assume it's water, let's forget it. It's, it's water, not tequila. MJF throws the water on the kid. What do you do? I first get the family and I try to smooth it over. I go into the fix it mode first. Then I get the talent and I say, you owe my apology. If you don't want to apologize, then I'll send you home. And 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 correct me if I'm wrong, Mark. I believe both those things happened in the case of yes. MJF. Like yes, I believe they, they the AEW brought him backstage. The fan he had like the time of his life, and Max apologized. So I believe both those yes. things happened in that case. Yeah. So the, everything enough. was 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 smoothed over. But um, you asked me what I would have done, and that's that would have been my protocol. Is that, in your mind, in your opinion, is that going too far? I I, I don't think it, it, it went too far because Bully have done very similar. You, um, you have? You have? I have. I, I knocked a, uh, a guy was talking shit to me 
and I slapped his beer out of his hand and it went all over the two people next to him. And I, I said, I apologize to you, but I want you to write in here like I went back into yeah. being me, right? <laughs> but I was so apologetic in the moment that I broke and I apologized to people on the spot because I felt like, oh, shit, I went too far. Gotcha. Tommy, what about you? Oof. Uh, this is an interesting dive. Um, number one, and, I and thought... If you, and if you say the one example that I am going to say also, we're going to... We all share the same brain, so of course... Fight for the 900th time. <laughs> um, it, it's such hold a different on, hold time. On a Bully, did you write it down? Well, I, I'll write it down. I'll write it down, and he'll probably say it here. I'll write it down. I, I know he does that. Y'all, y'all hold do on. That I'm going to write it down. We're feuding. It. We don't like each other. We don't yeah, have the I'm same brain. I'm going to write it anymore. down. Tommy, tell me the one time uh, you, you 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 think it went too far. All right. Let me just give my examples before I go. Can you just this. give the answer so I can lift up my piece of paper? There's there's one of two. Um, Sandman getting crucified at the ECW arena. Stop right there. there. Raven's crucifixion. See, see what I'm saying? That, see what I'm saying? So sad that we don't like each other anymore. We could have done great things together. Ding, ding, ding. Are you going to make all this money on that coffee pot on eBay for crying out loud? It's up to $219. All right. Here is we go. Is that what it is? $219? I bid 200 Can I speak? <laughs> Sorry, Tommy. I first thought this was, can it go too far in wrestling in the sense of angle wise? I did not know, like, you're going this other route. I will preface all of this with in whatever today's date that this is airing in 2023, everything is too far because everybody has a voice. If I'm going back to wrestling angles that were set up, Larry Zabisco turning on Bruno San Martino crushed me as a child. I was like, I hated a human being because of it. They did their job. Um, I remember going to bed because I saw um, Kevin Sullivan stab Dusty Rhodes, stabbed him, and he was bleeding. And I went to bed thinking a man is bleeding to death, my hero. And I was crying. My, I cried myself to sleep. They were doing their jobs to get heat. Then you go to, and if this happened today, think of the ramifications when Fritz von Erich had a heart attack at ringside as a promotional tool. And I was like, oh, it was in bad taste because of everything, but it was his decision because he was the boss. So these are things like in the history of the business. Now you're talking to, and I've said this before and I will say it again. Someone who wanted to get shot by a marksman in the ECW arena and for real, no blanks, no nothing. I could take a bullet. I'm friggin' tough. And then the only reason why I didn't do it is because Terry Funk's father got shot already on television. And I was like, son of a bitch, because I'm a guy who prided myself on a lot of firsts. If I actually went through with getting shot at the ECW arena, I'd be a fool. But back then, I didn't think of that. We talk about the crucifixion where Raven, who was this heated character, both him and Sandman came up with the idea. Paul loved the idea. 
but because of instant heat, Kurt Angle running out, blah, blah, blah. People were like, ooh, there was no internet. Raven had to go out there and apologize. Raven had to take the bullet because Paul couldn't go out there and apologize because Paul knew it was too far. Another time, perfect example, the Dudleys used to go out there and get heat. They used to incite riots. I saw something was getting out of hand, ran around, we're in Detroit, and the guy's got a gun because I watched one guy on that camera and he was not selling anything Bubba said. And then I saw and I saw his hand on a gun and I popped up behind the thing and I was like, bang, he's got a gun to Bubba. And he was like, Dreamer. And I dove over the guardrail and I beat him up in front of all the fans. It was his job to make you hate him. Um, nowadays, it's totally like I have felt a lot of ramifications. I had said this before. I lost a very, very high paying job on a television show when I had a contract because I was hired as Tommy Dreamer, the pro wrestler. But yet, right before I went on the air, we're like the, the Thursday night before I was supposed to debut on a television network on a Friday. The guy who hired me said, hey, uh, we got to postpone it. Then And then, and here's what happened. He said, someone sent a video of you in a domestic altercation, placing a woman in a sexual position and then injuring her. And I was like, yeah, that was a pile driver. And that like, oh, well, we were, they're afraid of uh, domestic violence coming at you. And I'm like, wait, what? That like, that woman later then became my wife. Like, well, we're not going to hire you. And I was like, whoa, but I got a contract. And they said, we have a morals clause. And I was like, this did not happen during this clause from the day I signed it till now, as well as like, it's, it didn't like, she was fine in the back and you hired me to be the wrestler. And I think of all the times I pile drove woman, every single person in that audience was going nuts if I did that today, I think every single person in the world would boo me. And it's, I'm doing my job to entertain and I didn't hurt anybody. So on social media, I refrain from saying pretty much anything anymore, just because you can like what bully said uh, of his thing. The other thing, people don't want the truth. I just brought back my House of Hardcore podcast. I forget about talking about what's going on in my personal life. I was at the show. I was the main event of the show that had a, a tree stump where everyone thought was the ring post. And I mean, wrestlers are chiming in, fans are chiming in. I'm never going to work for the, you know, thank God, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I worked at that show. The reason there was the stump there, because the floor was warped. And if you ran to the one side of the ring, it had all four posts. It was actually as an extra precaution for the wrestlers. But the picture made it look like the ring was held up by a tree stump. And people don't, don't want to know the truth. They want to react. They want to, during the pandemic, we want to cancel because we have nothing else to do. Or we want to hate on you or we want to love you. But nobody really wants to know the truth. So it, it's like, and I've also realized like my life's better without social media. Um, I went through it from the dark side of the ring, still will go through it. And it's okay because I survived. I did lose money without people knowing the truth. 
So going too far is everything is too far because you gave your opinion, whether it's a good take or a bad take or without the truth or whatever narrative is being told. I'm sure we all have pictures of us with Chris Benoit. Correct? Yep. Oh, well, oh, that guy was a murderer. Okay, but he, like, how do you justify? I have a picture of me and OJ Simpson. You have pictures with people like in your life or, or like if you seriously, if you give your opinion of a steak dinner, you killed a cow. We don't like you. But I like meat. Or I post a picture. Hey, I'm, I'm becoming vegan. And then it's like, well, do you know the protein that you're lacking? It, it, it. So, yes, every everything is too damned far. Damned if you don't. This podcast is too far. So, yeah, you just have to kind of live your life. If there's people who literally live their lives on social media, cool. You don't live in a real world. It's it it is like a slippery slope, I guess is the is the way to say it because like you just said, everybody's gonna have an opinion and anything you put out there, especially on social media, there's gonna be something negative that can that somebody could say. Now listen, in a lot of ways the conversation we're having is a positive one, but yes. it also could be construed as a as a uh, as a negative one. You know, the 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 incident that took place that started us to wanna do this podcast in the first place was MJF taking that cup of whatever it was and throwing it at a fan. The first time I ever saw pro wrestling, you know, off of the wild Samoan spit at me. And you know what my dad said? You're the one that wanted to sit near the ring. <laughs> yeah. You know, like my, I, I guarantee that it never crossed my father's mind to be like, how dare this happen? Who's in charge here? You know, my you wanted to sit near the ring, so this is what's going to happen. Now you get sued for physical assault and psychological assault. Dave, um, two things. They're going back, and they're editing movies. Yeah. That's that's not good for the world. The other thing is... Well, that's like, how you, really quick, Tommy, I'm, I, that's how you learn. Like if yes. there's something in a movie or a book that that you feel like that's offensive, well, that's how you can learn to make sure that that those mistakes of the past don't repeat themselves. But Correct. if you edit it and you, that's you know, it's what back in the day you heard about burning books, you know, censoring. Like once you go down that road of censoring, then everybody's going to find something that they're going to find offensive. The um, other part is and I, and I've used this before um the guy who sons of anarchy he had this other show and I was really big mark for sons of anarchy Sutter yeah he came out with this new show that was airing on FX and it was like medieval times and a dude sliced open a very pregnant woman's belly and the fetus fell out and I just said no nah, this show's not for me and I changed the channel I wasn't like the, this was just something that it was just like, this isn't for me. I didn't go and go crazy about it, but it was just like, cool. I choose not to watch this. Now they edit horror films and they have rules for horror films. Well, we can't show this 
because it's going to do something to somebody here. But you're at a horror movie. So we can imply somebody gets their throat slit or like Jason sticks a knife through somebody is the machete through somebody's mouth. No, now we can't show that because it's going to offend somebody. Well, it's a horror film. I'm there to get scared. I'm there to get gored, like gross. There's people who like that. So, like I said, you, we, Mark said it the best, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. And something that I've learned and it took, a, you're not going to be able to please everyone. And, but that's also because of social media and lack of truth to the story. And even when you do tell the truth, somebody will have a problem with the truth. So, I mean, honestly, think of politics. You, you said it before. That's why every single person stay away from. But now is, it's everything. Yeah. It's a picture of food. A picture of food could get you in trouble. Well, I think the biggest thing, and this is a, a reason why you listen, have to listen to the House of Hardcore podcast, that's, that wood stump that was all over the – I didn't know that, what you just said. I had no idea because everybody was presenting it like this is so poorly run that they're using this stump of wood to hold up the ring. I didn't know that it was a, a, that it was reinforcement for the ring. Nobody explained that in any of the posts that I saw. And that's that why you have to dig deeper. Of Gate. Yeah. It, but the truth will stump you. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did. But seriously, it, it's. And listen, in that match, like, I mean, on that show, I took one bump. There was an eight person scramble match. Everybody was fine. Wrecking Ball Lazerski, who's uh, 350, he worked on that show, took bumps. The ring was fine. And then, like, I also said, like, you know how many of all of us used to wrestle on worse rings? Or the old WWF 20 by 20 ring, when that thing was out, all the boys were like, oh, it's an old WWF ring. In ECW, for noise, we used to put street signs under the middle of the ring. Also, if it was a little uneven. So technically, we were, and that was the best ring ever, but we were bumping on steel. But it made a hell of a noise and it didn't really affect us. But everybody who doesn't wrestle wanted to chime in. And then every person who was a wrestler, when they chime in, it's like bullshit because you've wrestled in worse rings. It's just, Tommy, like I said, man, everything is too far. Yes, Tommy, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, man, I applaud you for trying to protect your people. And this is going to come across as very crass because um, one is me saying it. And two, um, it's, it's not directed for wrestlers. It's directed at fans. And you almost should never say what I'm about to say. But the hell with what the fans think about how you protect your people. If there was a warp in the floor and you needed to have extra support, I don't give a damn if you put two chairs there to help support it. You were trying to protect your people. Yeah. And the people that are fans are people that don't know what it is to be on a ring that moves. I tell you, I tore my quad and missed eight months of wrestling 
because a pig ring broke in the corner on the top rope. And I went over the top head first to the floor. And because of my training, always hand over the top rope, hold on to the rope. It jerked me and twisted me back to the ring. And I tore my quad because I was protecting myself, but I did not end up in a wheelchair. Yep. So for all of you that watch this show and this podcast, do not comment on shit that is out of your pay grade. We are risking our lives. And Tommy was trying to protect his people. So if you don't know what you're talking about, don't comment. And you I know it's got that. comment in the bottom of the page, but just because it's there don't mean you have to. You can scream that at the top of your lungs, Mark, but every Tom, Dick, Harry, and Sally with a Twitter account and 10 followers and a profile picture of SpongeBob will go out there and say something stupid or be rude or negative just because they can. There's no accountability and there's no way to find out who they are. I have, though, over the past couple of years, come face to face with certain negative people on social media, and I don't forget a motherfucker. And as I always say, you know, um, uh, polite wrestling fans get what they want and rude wrestling fans get what they deserve. And um, the rude ones definitely got what they deserve. I'll wrap this up real quick with the going too far stuff, because Lord knows I was the king of it at one time. Me and Devon went too far and we went too far every single night. But going too far is got what got us to the dance. Going too far is what made people talk about us. Going too far is um, how we became extremely successful in this industry. Um, I look at it like this. There are there are so many people who have said, uh, and, and this is not back then. This is now people who go back and watch what we did back then. Oh, Bubba and Devon went too far. Or more, more specifically, Bubba went too far. Bubba shouldn't have said this or said that. When Put you the old go lady through the table, yeah, yeah. Too I far. remember. I remember back then they said it was too far. When you went to an Andrew Dice Clay concert, Dave, and you sat in the front row. Were you a prime target for if Dice picked you out? Yes. If you went to a Sam Kinison show, you sat in the front row. Were you prime target for Sam Kinison to pick you out? Yes. If you went to a Lisa Lampanelli show, who probably had at one time one of the most vulgar mouths I have ever heard in the in the world, let alone comedy, were you a prime target for her? Yes. As a matter of fact, Bully, two comedy shows, one Dice Clay and one Angel Salazar, I sat in the front row, and I was a target for both those comedians. So there you go. So when they laid into you, did you bitch, moan, and complain, or did you laugh with it because you knew exactly what you were getting into? To go back to quote my dad, those were the seats I, those <laughs> were the seats I chose to sit in. So if you sat in the front row of an ECW show, you knew damn well that when Bubba and Devon came out, you were in the line of fire verbally and physically. Now, never physically unless a fan did something first. And there were a couple of times where really stupid fans took swings at us first and shit would hit the fan. Well, and but Bully, you know, in, in 
to cross over to the to the world of the NFL, and you guys know this, if a fan ran onto the field, they were a target. And there's countless videos of Dick Buckus and other, you know, uh, of other linebackers and defensive tackles that laid out fans because they ran onto the field. They can't do that anymore. Like, you can't touch a fan now. If a fan comes on that field, you have to wait for an officer to take care of that fan. But, you know, you guys know if if a fan runs into that ring, I mean, you have to protect yourself. You don't know if that person's out there to harm you or not. And you can't take time to wait for somebody to, to, to grab that fan. I recently saw some footage on social media of an indie show, and I think it was GCW, of the two wrestlers fighting in the crowd. And I don't Bailey. even... Okay, and you guys had Mike Bailey on last last week. Um, they were fighting in the crowd, and the fans kind of made a circle around them and were allowing them to fight. And one fan kicked Mike Bailey. What would you have done, Mark? After I got all took the shower and washed all his blood off me. <laughs> Then I would have dealt with I would have dealt with the cops because I know they were coming. So who, it would have been a it would have been a bloodbath. But you would have been accused of going too far because his blood would have been on you, and people would not have uh, said he went too far when he's kicking somebody that he shouldn't be kicking in the first right. place. Exactly. So you know, uh, going too far, Dave, is something that. Um, that worked for me. What I have now, when it comes to the specific of the kid, I don't think I ever threw a drink on a kid. I don't, I don't think I've ever smacked a kid or spit on a kid. A kid was always a prime target, but I always just looked at them. My whole thing was you pick out a kid in the front row, you stared at them, just like the wild Samoans would stare at you and scare any kid. I would do the same thing and you get the response that you want. So the throwing of the drink on the kid, I would, I would say, probably a little too far in that moment. And as far as going too far in wrestling, we've talked about it, religion and politics, stay away from it. You're not going, you're going to divide your audience and they're not going to want to hear your explanation as to why you went in that direction. Um, Yeah. And so basically that's all I got. No, it's, I hope you got a good lesson today. Yeah. I, I listen, I, Again, and fan, but see this this going too far thing. It's it's twofold because fans are also going too far. Yeah, but they have to be because there's no ramifications. That's and they're why. going, and you know who they're going too far. They're going far with the women on social media, and they're saying a lot of stupid shit. Somebody, somebody, I think Britt Baker posted a picture of her and the Bella Twins. When Britt was probably a young teenage girl, maybe 14, 15, 16, and she was getting a slew of hate because she posted a pictures with the Bella. Oh, you're just trying to get the Bellas uh, to come to AEW. Oh, you're just trying to get yourself over. Oh, you're That's just trying sick. to do that. How about the picture was just Britt Baker posting a picture with two women who were inspirational to her when she was coming up in the business? I mean, when we And it was, what, about a year ago now, Thunder Rosa had a match with Athena, and when the match was over, Thunder Rosa just ripped into the crowd because during that whole match, the fans were saying some vile things during that match. 
And then there was all these posts on. So now some were defending Thunder Rosa, but some were like, oh, that's, you know, you can't use that. Like, but they had to deal with that. So why, why should they have to deal with it? And she can't say anything once that match is over. And the wrong place to deal with it is on social media. Never deal with issues on social media when you can deal with them face to face. And this lesson is mostly for wrestlers. Don't get into beefs with wrestlers on social media. That's stupid. Wait till you see them in a locker room and then tell them to their face. Listen, uh, I don't know if we changed the world by having this podcast, but I think we... You know, I think it's something that needed to be discussed, and I'm glad that we're able to do it. Um, as you guys know, uh, we got our party coming up on April 1st at the Whiskey A Go Go from noon to two Pacific time. We're going to party with the Busted Open Nation, but we also want all our fans to go to podswag.com because there is a special sale that's going on. Because our friends at podswag.com have got an incredible promotion for you right now when you're. When you purchase any of our glassware, such as a pint glass or the LaGreca pub pub glass, you'll get 30% off. That's right, 30% off on all of our glassware. So make sure you go to podswag.com slash bustedopen to get 30% off any of our glassware that's available at Podswag. So for myself, for Tommy, for Mark, for Bully... Make sure that you listen to the master's class that is only here on the Busted Open podcast. It drops each and every Sunday. And if you like the podcast, make a subscription to SiriusXM because you can get Busted Open Monday through Saturday for three full hours of hearing us. And we'll talk to you next week right here on Busted Open's The Master's Class. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, Please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream the podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.